I'm a little bit of Southern, and I'm a little bit of West Coast. And together, we're the Nashville Darlings. Welcome back to another episode of the Nashville Darlings. We're going to switch things up this week. And this is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode than you guys are used to. We're trying out a different format, but I am here with Leslie, my lovely uh, partner in crime. And we also have a special guest on today, which I'll let her introduce. Um, But we are actually just going to jump right into things and start chatting about real estate, but in different in a different market. And I'm so excited to see where this conversation takes us. So, Leslie, take it away. Hey, okay, so hi, welcome back. Season two, can't believe we made it again. Still here, still thriving. Um, I'm so excited to introduce our friend, Jess Ross. She is a um, EXP real estate agent in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Is that correct? You're in Myrtle Beach, right? That's right, Myrtle Beach. Yeah, okay, sorry. Um, so I know of Jess through her brother. We, we kind of ran in the same circle growing up. Um, and so I guess it's probably been, I guess a year ago, I started stalking her <laughs> on Instagram. Oh my gosh. Um, because you do lots of lives and, and cool mm-hmm. videos. And so I just kind of got captured into, you know, your little world in your little space on the internet. Um, and so thanks for joining us today. Um, so tell us a little bit, you are a mom, you're a real estate agent, but you're just rocking it. So give us a little bit of like who you are and kind of what you specialize in that sort of thing. Absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you ladies for having me on. I'm so honored and so excited to be a guest on someone else's show. Usually I'm the host, so this is a total different space for me. Um, so I'm really excited uh, for this opportunity. But yeah, I am um, here in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. This is where I was born and raised. Um, so my my reach here kind of goes far and wide. Everyone always asks, what area do you specialize in Myrtle Beach? I'm like, you just name it and I'm there. Like I, I know it all by like, the back of my hand. Um, so here in Myrtle Beach, we have a lot of second home, um, folks that come here. They like, just like to stay for a little bit and, and bounce. So we have, so we have a lot of oceanfront property. And what's really great about this area is it's so affordable compared to other oceanfront communities. So, um, so that's what draws a lot of people here in South Carolina. But yeah, mom to have two amazing kids, a 16 year old and a seven year old. Oh, those teenage years are, they are truly something. And then you have like the younger kid who's like coming in yeah. with the teenager and they want to be just as cool. And you're like, oh, stop. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, please stay young as long as you possibly can. Um, but, you know, that first one, you're always like, please grow up fast. And then the second one, you want to keep a baby forever. So that's my life. That's your life. So, OK, so with um, real estate in Myrtle Beach, um, I am from Myrtle Beach. I did not practice real estate in Myrtle Beach, um, but it's really different. And I see a lot of the agents that I'm so friends with there, you know, they are they're selling like weird little condos that are like hotel rooms. Mm-hmm. And so when people relocate to Nashville, it's completely different. They're looking for land and space gotcha. and no neighbors. And then like. <laughs> There, they're like, give me that condo with like 500 tourists coming in every day, 
So what, when you are selling, like, and somebody's relocating there, what are they looking for there? Um, so it depends, um, really on, we have so many different markets here and that's what makes us so unique. So we have like the countryside, which comes with acreage, just like what you're talking about. They want land and space and that's just a short 30 minute drive from the ocean. You can find that. And then we have a lot of folks that do want those fun high rise hotels that have all those amenities with the pools and the lazy rivers. Um, and everything taken care of on just one bill with the HOA. So that's pretty cool. So we, it, that's the unique side of our market here is we have literally you name it and I can find it here. Country living, condo living, um, you know, whatever it may be, like that's, we have that here. So that's what makes us so unique and so many people are drawn to our area. Um, and our average price point here is 325. I mean, for a single family home. Now, of course, that's not going to get you ocean view, but 325 for a single family house here is still very doable um, and it'd be a really short drive to the beach. So we don't have the big city like you guys have in Nashville, but we do have, um, you know, like I said, a little bit of everything here. So we can sleep. Oh, you're making me miss home. (laughs) (laughs) Well, come on. Oh, I miss it. I miss being there. Um, So, yeah. When they're looking here, it's like, I just want to, well, I don't know, Roxanne, I think we've had some people who want like the condos downtown because they're the younger crowd coming in. But again, it's a different, it's a different type of condo. Yeah, Yeah, I feel like we have a lot of, um, I feel like I'm seeing more young techies come in. So it's, they're definitely looking for the city aspect, especially if they moved from a state where they were closer to the city and whatever city that may be. Obviously we got a lot of California transplants, a lot of New York transplants. I was wondering just with relocations in, in Myrtle beach or South Carolina, where have you seen a lot of the relocations coming from? Yeah. So great question. Uh, so we have a lot of people from the North, of course, so they're trying to escape all the snow. Um, so we have a lot of people from Connecticut, from New York, from Ohio. We have a few people that come in from North Carolina just because of tax breaks here, but uh, mainly out of um, the New York, Connecticut, New Jersey. Those are, pr- are primarily our like biggest relocation um, here. And it, the funniest part I, I love whenever someone moves from New York to here is they ask oh, immediately what the taxes are. And I'm like, yeah, so, you know, approximately your taxes would be about $1,800. So like, oh, okay, for a month. Like, no, no, for the whole year. And they are just so floored by that because they're used to paying, you know, 40000 plus dollars uh, a year for their taxes. So like a whole another mortgage payment. So I'm like, yeah, no, that's for the whole year. And they're like, where do I sign? <laughs> so it's so you. nice. I love it. <laughs> yes, they're like, how much? And I was like, oh, just just like six hundred dollars a year is like where our current county is, um, with some yeah. of these houses. And they're like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> they're like, we're yeah. paying like yeah. you know, eight thousand dollars a year or something, you know, bizarre. So uh, yeah, it's it's insane, and uh, that's always my the most fun part about the conversation. I always can't wait to get to that part. I'm like, and the taxes are. <laughs> so. Do you think that you? Like, have you seen more of an influx of, and I'm asking because all of a sudden we're getting a lot of Florida home buyers coming here. Um, They're just tired of the heat, which I know know, Florida's a little different than South Carolina. In South Carolina, you still get almost four, I say almost four seasons because it's not quite like Tennessee. 
but in Florida, you definitely get like two seasons. So have you seen an influx of Florida, you know, buyers coming in or is that, are they just migrating towards us? (laughs) I would probably say you you, you guys probably get a lot more. The only reason that we get folks from Florida is if they had originally moved there, um, you know, if their family lives up north and they originally moved there because they wanted the hotter weather and they realize it's just such a long travel period between where their family is to Florida. So they end up settling midways here in Myrtle Beach. So they still have the beach life, yet it's not such a long drive. So we have quite a few of those. Um, and during storm season too, we're less likely to get, um, or, you know, as bad of a storm as Florida does. So a lot of people will, again, kind of settle in that middle um, and come here to Myrtle Beach, which totally fine by me. Do you see more like snowbirds or do you have like more families? Because I would think that now from, you know, when I left to now, there would be far more snowbirds coming in to live in Myrtle Beach versus like families. Oh yeah. So we, so inner people that move within the city, it's, it's, I mean, families that have started here stay here because the school system is really great. Um, and again, the cost of living is, is, um, doable, I guess. And now in this economy, who knows what the cost of living is really, but, but, but yeah, we have, I would say the majority of the folks are definitely snowbirds that are coming down here, just getting away from all the crazy ice and the, and the snow which I don't blame them. I've lived in the snow once before. It's great to visit, awful to live in. My opinion, my opinion. Hey, that's my opinion too. I'm originally, (laughs) well, I lived in New Jersey for seven years and I swore I was never going to live in the snow again, ever, ever again. And I recently took my first trip to South Carolina. We went to Charleston for our anniversary slash baby moon. And I already told Leslie, like, I have to retire in South Carolina. Like I have to retire there. Florida, (laughs) it was originally Florida, but now it's South Carolina. So I I completely understand. (laughs) Oh my. So why not Florida? Why South Carolina than Florida? Is it because of the drive or why? Um, so, so everybody in Tennessee, vacations in Panama City, Navarre or Beach, Alabama. Like it is no joke. The drive from Florida and or the drive from Tennessee to Florida, and oh I just think it it's so weird because growing up at the beach, we like vacationed in the mountains, like that. that was yeah, a hundred percent. That's where we always go, the mountains, all the time. I guess Florida to me just kind of seemed like it's a lot of the same everywhere you go. So South Carolina, I just was so impressed. Obviously, Charleston is very impressive. I love the historical aspect of it. But um, my father-in-law actually grew up in Myrtle Beach. And from like the stories I've heard from him, like, I think South Carolina just has a lot to offer in terms of different scenery that you can go to. Um, I yeah. love the, I love the marshy. I don't know if that's what you call it, but <laughs> is that what you call it? It's marshy. It's marshy. Yeah, sure. It looks like a, we stayed in an Airbnb that had like a marsh behind it. And I, and we go. loved, we loved that. But then we had the beach, uh, on the other side of the house. So yeah. it was like, it was just very different and, and just more my, my pace. I tried so, to get her to go to Merle's Inlet and she was like, we couldn't make it 
And oh. I'm kicking myself. I'm kicking myself because I, I started following that gardens. Um, and I saw all the pictures over Christmas. Oh, yeah. And I was gardens. kicking myself. But my husband was like, we will go back. We will be back. Don't worry. <laughs> so. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the Merle's Inlet is really grown. So they have, like, the, a boardwalk down there. They have live music every night in just about every one of the restaurant and bars. They have fresh seafood. The sunset's beautiful because it's over the marshy area, as you call it. And <laughs> So that is that is very true. Like in Myrtle Beach, each little beach town, I guess I should say, has its own personality. And Leslie, I'm sure you can attest to it. Like Garden City has its its very um, like seafood driven, I guess, and like live music, just kind of like down home. It's feel. more like your surfer, like yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, and then you like go up to little like older folks real super quiet real quaint um I mean just each little beach has its own little personality and I guess it's probably like everywhere um but you have it all within an hour's drive so it's pretty cool um so tell us a little bit you know you're again like I'm going to switch into like who you are in your real estate business and kind of Mm -hmm. how you got to where you are like tell us I mean tell us how did you get there like What's your favorite part? Like, you know, obviously we, we deal with people who like relocate in. So I feel like you can't just pick that, that category, but you know, (laughs) what's been your favorite part of real estate in Myrtle beach and kind of how you, how did you get to where you are? So I love this story um, because it's super humble. Um, So at the very beginning, so I've had my license for eight years and, um, eight years ago, I was a, I was a bartender as a lot of us uh, in this industry started off from being a bartender and, um, I was struggling pretty hard, um, financially just because I gone from making really good, well, from what I thought was really good money in night, nightlife bar to, okay, I have a child, like I need to have more daytime hours. So I'm not gone in the middle of the night working. Um, so long story short, someone had just ha- randomly mentioned, oh, you'd be really great at real estate. I'm like, oh my God, everyone in this town is a real estate agent. Like probably not what I want to do. Um, but I kind of gave it some more thought. I thought, okay, I'm going to give it a shot, but I literally have no money to, like I'm barely making ends meet. So my best friend, um, she had just gotten a recent promotion in her job and got a bonus. She actually paid for my classes um, for real estate. And I was like, okay, now I definitely can't fail at this because now someone else is invested in me. Um, So she footed the bill. I started my real estate classes. Like the first year, I sold a house a month, um, which wasn't awful for a first year. And But I had a really great mentor. And I always say that without her and without her support and really truly believing in me, like, I don't think that I would be where I'm at because she was just slightly younger than me, but she showed me that it could be done. She was making the six figures. She was showing up every single day. She was always learning, always surrounding herself with people that are doing crazy, wildly successful things. And I thought, okay, if she can do it, I know I can. And I just need to emulate everything she's doing. So that's exactly what I did. She's still my mentor to this day. She now lives in Texas um, and number one uh, team there in Dallas. But it's just, you know, I think it just really took seeing that it can be done 
and being coachable and humble enough to say, like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I know what I want, where I want to be and where I want to go with this. Um, so that's kind of how I started. I was just like, like a sponge and I didn't sell my first house. I think I ended up getting my license. I think it was in September. My first closing was in February. So it wasn't even like an immediate sale. I was just really sitting there soaking it all in. And after that, it was no stopping me. I was like, okay, so I've done that. I want to double it. And each year I've tried to do that. Um, I try to just double my business. Um, each and every time. But a lot of it, you know, that I've gotten is really from word of mouth, uh, referrals from past clients, referrals from friends and family, because reputation in this business is everything. And if someone tells you that building relationships with other agents in this industry won't make you money, they have no idea what they're talking about. Because I have been able to grow and just like we're having this conversation today like have these relationships where I'm able to share business with you. You're able to share business with me. We're able to learn from each other. Um, it just so many things I think are just so false narratives to our business that people just don't think will take you very far. Um, but it's all just relationship business. It's, that's all it is. When you boil real estate down, it's all relationships. So what's, if you had to say what's your favorite part of your real estate business in South Carolina, what is it? favorite part it's a mix so I I mean I guess my favorite part would be showing oceanfront properties no matter how big or small <laughs> that's probably my favorite one because every time I swear we always see like dolphins or where they're called porpoises here but we'll see them out there and I have to always point them out Usually my clients don't give a crap. They're like, I, okay, dolphin, cool. But I'm like, oh, my gosh, I could stare at this forever. So it's probably my favorite. It, it could be a $90,000 beachfront condo or multi-million dollar home. Immediately I'm walking in and looking at the views and leaving my clients behind. Like, I am not even – I just that, that's my favorite part. So I'm like, you guys can just catch up. I'll be right here. That would never get old for me. Yeah, it but doesn't. Also, I mean, I guess it's the same as – when we walk on a back deck and there's, you know, you can see like the hill views with the trees and it's like <sighs> fall, you know, that never gets old either. Oh my gosh. I would, that would be a dream that I, I would love that. Just endless views of just mountains and rolling hills. would be so nice. Jess, I, I have a question for you. Um, I was wondering, is there something in your real estate business or like a tool or, an idea or concept that you use in real estate that you don't think other agents utilize enough? Mm. So I don't know if there's anything that specifically I could put my finger on that would, you know, say, Hey, I do this and that other agents don't, but just my follow up game. And it doesn't mean follow up game as far as people that are potentially going to buy or sell. Um, I'm sure I could be way better at that, but really, truly like connecting with my clients on a personal level. Like I feel like a lot of folks in our industry see it as a transaction and once the deal is done, it's done. But I am always, always checking in with my past clients and they become friends. I feel like we've like by the end, by the time we've been gotten to closing table, we've been through so much together. Like it's such a waste to just never talk to them again. Um, so I just, I really, truly pour a lot into the relationship that I have with my clients 
to ensure that like they know I'm here for no matter what. I'm going to wish you a happy birthday, happy anniversary, a house anniversary. Like it's you and me are going to be here forever. Now, of course, there's a few, let's be honest, that you will probably never want to talk to again, just as much as they might not want to talk to you because it can get messy. But 99% (laughs) of the time, it's always, um, I would just say, I just pour a lot into the relationships with my business. I don't know if that's specifically like something different that no one else does, but uh, it's something I definitely do that I think sets me apart from some. I'm going to say, I'm going to, I guess I'm going to backtrack to kind of what you said a little bit ago was building the relationships and the referral business with other agents. I don't think that enough agents do this. And, you know, just Roxanne and I are in this bigger city where we have, you know, people coming in from all over the United States to live in Nashville. I mean, even I, I currently have, you know, an international couple um, that they're from France. And so, like, I just don't know that we make enough of those connections. Like, now that I sit here and think about it, I'm like, yeah, I mean, I do talk to these other agents sometimes, but have I yeah. reached out enough? Because I think we have so many relocating in, we could do better. Yeah. Well, it's, I remember, like, the very first um, month that I'd had my license, I remember this agent coming up to me, and he was just like, oh, I never go to these agent events. Like, they're such a waste of time. You know, they're not ever going to build your business. Do they ever make you money? And, of course, immediately I was thinking, all right, you're right. Like, they aren't bringing me money. It's my clients. But in turn, after building the relationships, either locally or nationally, worldwide, however, they as soon as they see my name on the other side of a deal, Usually it's like I want them at least to say, oh, thank goodness, Jessica's on the other side of this deal. This is going to be an easy process. Like that's what I wanted my reputation to be, because at that point, I now know I'm going to get more deals because the agents are excited to work with me. And then on the other side of it, we're creating these relationships like with you ladies, like you and I are going to be able to do business together as far as referrals. And I know that when I send my folks to you, they're taken care of. So it's a it's a win-win on both sides so not only do you just need as an agent you know be searching for business as far as in your market but making those relationships and those connections with agents literally worldwide can be a total big business shift for anybody's business i 100 percent agree and i think too that um like when i entered i saw i saw like two different very two very different ways of thinking depending on the agent i met and it could be a local agent or either an agent in another state. And a lot of agents come from this very old mindset. I think it's old um, that every you should look at everyone as your competition. And there's this very negative yeah. connotation with that. And it wasn't until I had um, I had a really great mentor in the very beginning and she taught me. No, like you have to think of this as a positive thing. When you talk to other agents, see what you can learn from them, see how you can help each other. And honestly, I think it shifted everything for me Mm -hmm. because why would I go into this business with such a negative mindset? Right. Right. Like you, you, you have to interact with these people on a daily basis. So there's so much that we can learn, like so much. And then there are, you're right. There's a lot of people that won't let you in. They don't want to share their secret sauce. But honestly, nine times out of 10, even if you had the magic pill that someone could make a million dollars by doing one thing every day for a year, most people aren't going to do it. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> like just, it's just too much work for them. So I, I've never understood the whole don't share your secrets with other folks. You know, it's if it helps one person and helps grow them and, and change the dynamic of their family and literally change their life like it was given to me, 100 percent like I'm all in. Well, I think that we have covered quite a bit here. <laughs> we kind of jumped all over the place. <laughs> we did. We did. But this is, um, it's been really super awesome. Oh, there you are. Oh, but I was just saying, you guys had a really great thing going on. Like the other podcasts I was listening to, you guys have such a great dynamic and are going to help so many people. So I'm just excited that I had this opportunity to, to chat with you ladies today. Well, we're so glad that you came on. We're going to let you kind of plug yourself. If you are somebody looking to move, make the move to South Carolina, um, like where can they find you? So easiest, um, well, obviously the phone call is probably the easiest way. Um, so my phone number, well, if I can plug that in, Go for it. um, would be 843-324-0562. And then Instagram is probably where I do majority. I do something similar to what you ladies are doing. Um, I do live chats with other business entrepreneurs around the world. And that's Jess Ross underscore R E like real estate. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We learned quite a bit from you. Um, (laughs) And I'm sure we will definitely be talking in the future. We definitely will, guys. Well, that was such a fun conversation with Jess. Um, I, I really enjoyed that, Leslie. She's such a she's just such a cool agent. And we definitely, I definitely took away some nuggets from that. I have a whole page full of notes here. Um, but I think that wraps up this episode and we will see you guys next week for another episode of the Nashville Darlings. Bye guys. Bye. No, wait, you say bye guys. I say bye y'all. Oh, I don't know. Oh my gosh. If you enjoyed this episode of the Nashville Darlings, please subscribe and find us on Instagram at the Nashville Darlings.